speaking, it was done. Welcome to sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. St. Luke, the 17th chapter. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was passing along between Samaria and Galilee, and as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered, We're not ten cleansed. Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We Americans, we have become accustomed to a pit-stop way of living. Yes, a pit-stop way of living. Yes, like a car that has to make a pit-stop on a racetrack for gas and the change of tires... Well, we understand that we have to make pit stops as well. For example, we Americans know that we have to go to the doctor or dentist from time to time. We know that we must go to a tax accountant once a year and so forth. But here's the catch. Yes, here's the catch. Even though we understand that we have to attend to various things in this life, if we have to do it more than once, yeah, if we have to do more than once, well, then they become an inconvenience becomes a trouble to us. In other words, we don't like returning to these pit stops every time that we go around the track of life. Let's be honest, who likes to hear that you have to return to the dentist for a cavity filling? Who wants to return to the doctor's office for a follow-up visit? Who likes going back to the tax accountant a second time? You get the picture. Perhaps the reason why, though, the reason why we hate these various inconveniences in our life is that we Americans always seem to have bigger and better things that we must accomplish in this life. There's always something more important and better on the horizon for us. We don't have the time to keep on returning, keep on coming back again to the same old people and the same old places because, well, we have so many things that we need to accomplish, so many things to get to. Now, the marketers also do not help us out with this either. You know what I'm referring to. Marketers, they will often appeal to our current status in life, and instead of getting you and me to appreciate all the things that we have, well, the marketers come along through advertising and commercials and so forth, and they stir our minds with covetous thoughts. They excite the greed within us and discontentment within you and me. So that we set out to try and get the next best thing, or join the next best movement. 
In the end, a great majority of us are not very content to return to the gifts that we've already been given. We're often not full of gratitude for the things that we have, but full of ingratitude for the things that we do not have. And so again, to the point, to the point, we have these racing thoughts to get on with life to the next best thing. And when we get flagged, yes, when we get flagged, that we have to pull over for another pit stop in life, it's an inconvenience. In the words of a famous YouTube video, ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) Now, I wonder, my friends, I do wonder, when hearing the reading from the Gospel of Luke this morning, why the other nine lepers did not return, why they did not return to Jesus after being healed. Did that one Samaritan leper say, you know, did that one Samaritan leper say to the rest of the lepers, you know, hey guys, uh, you know, we should probably go back and thank that rabbi. We should return to Jesus to give him thanks. And then perhaps did one of the other Jewish lepers possibly respond by saying, what are you thinking? Ain't nobody got time for that. We may never know. We may never know the exact details of why the other nine lepers The healed lepers did not return to Jesus to give thanks and praise. But we do know from our gospel reading that Jesus was not pleased with them for for not returning. Dear friends, the unfortunate parallel is that we Christians have been given a great gift of forgiveness, a great gift of life and salvation from Christ. And frankly, the forgiveness that covers all the sins of our whole life, our whole entire life, well, there, that forgiveness is a far greater. That forgiveness is far greater than any bodily cleansing for leprosy. We have received and are continually receiving the riches of God's unmerited love and his rich mercy Sunday after Sunday, day after day. And yet, yet we are just like those nine lepers. We often view Jesus and his gifts like a difficult pit stop in life. The thought of remaining and returning to Jesus is an inconvenient and untimely thing because we have so many better things and bigger things to tend to in this life. The thought of having to return to Jesus Sunday after Sunday, day after day, well, deep down our sinful nature says, you know what, ain't nobody got time for that. I believe this is the reason why we Christians in America, are so tempted to want to join quick and easy churches. Even in our Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, there's a temptation. Indeed, there's a temptation to make Jesus small, to make Jesus quick and easygoing, a one-stop kind of Savior. You see, we want theology in a happy meal box. We want a simple, easy-fix Savior and a pastor with easy-to-go spiritual slogans, just enough spirituality to make Christianity like a quick pit stop. We want only a little bit of Christianity, not too much, for if Jesus is too big and Christianity is too serious, then it will be an inconvenience or distraction to us from other things that are supposedly so much more important. Tragically, we have bought into the mindset of that one religious speaker I heard many years ago. Many years ago at a conference 
this gal had a big pie chart, you know, the pie chart, a circle with different slivers, different pieces of pie to represent the whole pie. She had a pie chart on a big screen with all the different aspects of life shown as slivers or pieces of pie on the circle itself. She then pointed to a very, very small sliver, a very small piece of the pie, very narrow, very thin on the pie chart. And she emphasized the importance of making Jesus a bigger part of the pie, a bigger part of our lives. Dear friends, how misguided was she? How misguided are we? How flippant and superficial and narrow-minded we have become here in America. You see, Jesus is not just a small sliver in your life. He's not a quick pit stop in the race of our lives. He's not an inconvenience. He can't be. Jesus did not die for sin and rise to life to become a small piece of the pie in your life. He was not crucified and resurrected to be a pit stop for you to launch to something bigger and better in this life. He's not like a nagging wife that inconveniently calls you over and over and over to make more time for him. Heavens, no. Only a tiny and small fake God would do such things. Baptized saints, Christ is not a part of your life. Hear that clearly. He is not a part of your life. You, though, are a part of his life. Indeed, you are a part of his life. The life that you live is not your own. You've been crucified with Christ. You've been buried and raised in him. He is bigger and certainly more powerful than you and I. As hard as ingratitude works to diminish Christ, in the end, Christ is Lord, full stop. He is your master, full stop. He is Lord, indeed. Baptized saints, remember that those lepers, they had nothing. Those lepers we read about, they had nothing. They were nobody. They were already tasting death itself. But Jesus cleansed them. And so everything they had, everything that they were, was due to Christ. One moment, absolutely nothing. The next moment, everything. Why? Because Christ, and only Christ, was the answer. The same is true for you and me. Baptized saints, the life that you live is not your own, again, but it is lived by faith in the Son of God who loved you and gave himself for you to be your cleansing sacrifice. And so you and I return to Jesus and return often because he is our fountainhead, our source, and our strength. Apart from him, we can do nothing and are nothing. And so Jesus is not just a means to another end. Jesus is not some sort of pit stop, if you will. Jesus is the end for you and me. Why would we not return to the one who has done all things well for you and me? Bluntly stated, to not return to Jesus, well, it's folly, it's foolishness. Just like it was foolish for the nine lepers to not return as well. But unfortunately, that is what ingratitude does. It creates fools. For the sake of making this very simple and very practical, consider your baptisms for a moment. Here at St. Paul's, we do not speak of baptisms in the past tense. We do not say, I was baptized, as if we have moved past the reality of baptism to the present tense. 
No, we speak of baptisms presently speaking. We say, I am baptized. I currently am baptized. The reason is, your baptism was not a one-and-done past event, but instead your baptism is a constant reality that you get to return to every single week and every single day. It is your constant identity. And think about the Lord's Supper, this table for you. The Lord's Supper is not just a weekly Sunday morning inconvenience that ruins your weekend plans. No, this Lord's Supper is that which we return to often because it is here. It is here at this table that we have complete unity as the body of Christ and a foretaste of the kingdom to come. Yes, as a foretaste of the kingdom to come as we receive immortal life in the body and blood of Christ. Remember, inconvenient things are things that we are not grateful for, and it is impossible to be ungrateful for the gifts of the forgiveness, life, and salvation given at this altar for you and for me. Baptized saints return to Christ and his gifts often, for they are neither an inconvenience nor a small part of your life. Return to Christ often because it is where, yeah, it's where you belong. It's where you're meant to be. He has snatched you from death unto life, He's forgiven you of all of your sins and he centers you in his mercy and kingdom for all eternity and he makes all things well for you. We return to Christ often as he always gives us good gifts. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous Right with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The, the Lord, Lord bless and, and keep you. you.